0: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons.
1: Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. (laughs) It's good. It's very nice. It's a little chilly out there,
2: isn't it? Well, not out there. I think it's probably chilly in here. I
1: think it's chilly out there, too.
2: You think it is? Yeah. Yeah.
1: When you came in not that long ago, wasn't you a little chilly?
2: No, I wasn't chilly at all. Oh. My watch says it's 80 degrees. Yeah, I don't think it's chilly. It's okay, not so chilly.
1: <laughs> must be my iron poor blood.
2: Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> what, were you cold when you came in? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my office Christy, is cold. I have the heater on. What is wrong with you? You
1: have the heater. See, that's how it is. Yeah. What do you think the occupancy rate in this building is? What do you think? We lost another tenant down the uh, down the hall there.
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't know.
1: We're the only, there's what, two?
2: No, we're not going to talk in the specifics
1: about it. I don't
2: think that would be a good idea.
1: All right. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, I mean, don't you worry about that? Well, I think
2: anyone who owns an office building would worry about that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the whole thing is. I just keep thinking that one of these months, we're going to have this huge turnaround. And and maybe I'm just wrong and waiting for something that's never going to happen. I think a lot of
1: people still are not back in the office. Right, don't you think?
2: Well, if if our current reality is any indication, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: How about if they turn um, the building into apartments? And we just had an apartment. Listen,
2: my husband just asked that. He was like, you know what? They could turn your building into apartments and yeah. like, we could live there. Yeah. That'd be key for me. Mm-hmm. can get out of the basement. Great! <laughs> right, we could get you some windows
1: yeah. Out of the basement. Seriously,
2: Milo could ride the elevator. He could you be really into that.
1: But you would would wouldn't it be horrible to like the work and live in the same space. Yes, we
2: were. I mean, we were kidding. We weren't serious about no, it,
1: right? But still, be a short commute.
2: Yeah, but I don't. know. I, I mean, it, it'd be better than working from home.
1: And Giant Eagle's right down the road. Exactly, and so, the
2: Giant Eagle people are very, very nice. nice here. Very nice. Very nice. I enjoy them very much.
1: Yes. You can stop by today and get yourself an ice cream sandwich.
2: Yeah, because it's National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. I would like this. We're going to talk about it at Mm 5.50 today. Uh, And we're going to talk to, um, we're not going to talk, well, I'm going to talk to you, actually. But what we're going to talk about is uh, a little survey I saw online of the best tasting grocery store ice cream sandwiches ranked.
1: Do you remember the- um, There's a
2: local product which is included in the list.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. A local ice cream sandwich. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the Kennywood ice cream sandwich? Oh. I
3: don't think I did Oh, my
1: gosh. I mean, it was Christy.
3: Like, no, the only
2: ice cream I remember at Kennywood is the big cones. Yeah. No, With no, the, no. That you dip in the nuts. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, this was With like that the, cherry on top.
1: As you were leaving, as you were exiting Kennywood, if like yeah. for years I did this, you'd go to like, you know, I don't know. I, I,
2: the I, yellow thing, the yellow place on the right, the little yellow
1: roundhouse where they sold fudge. No, it was kind of it was a little roundhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they sold an ice cream brick, and the sandwich was too hot. Waffles, mini waffles that were hot. Oh, oh, my goodness gracious. It was excellent for years and years and years. Was there chocolate on that? No. Or no, just a no. waffle and ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm telling you.
2: Cinnamon? Nothing. Nothing.
1: Simple, beautiful, delicious. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah. Wish I like that
2: ice cream thing, though. Yeah. In the, the square, it was like the rectangular oh, ice cream. Is that still there. Box. Is
1: that still there? It is you know What I there, mean. Yeah. With a cherry on top. Yeah. Maraschino Very good. cherry.
2: Well, I, I always gave that to a friend. Because I don't like a maraschino cherry.
1: Of course. Right, course. Buzzkill. Oh, you guys. Seriously, why? A
2: maraschino cherry tastes, like, tastes like Kool-Aid.
1: No, it tastes like fabulous. It,
2: like it tastes like a little block of Jello, which has been petrified in Kool-Aid. That is not true it, at all. It is true. No. Yeah. I think it is. Huh. All right.
1: You ran the gamut there. <laughs> <laughs>
4: anyway,
2: Chilli, it's coming chili, up. chili, ice cream sandwiches, and maraschino cherries. Also on today's show, why are requests for plastic surgery reversals? Hmm. On the rise. Talk about working from home, right? <laughs> yeah. Plastic surgery went up because everybody was looking at themselves on Zoom. Right. Right? And now, <laughs> two years later, people are looking at themselves in the mirror and thinking, why do I look so bad?
1: My cat eyes, I thought they were going to look good. But now the cat eyes don't look so good.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll also talk about the hands of God, finding God in creation. Mm -hmm. And it's never too early to start with your kids, um, telling them about who Jesus is. That's going to be coming up in just a couple minutes. But I've got four important things to talk
1: about. Fabulous. Without any uh, further waffling around, please give us the top four at four.
2: It's a Tuesday, people. August 2nd, 2022. Here it is. Number one. You've heard that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi landed in Taiwan's capital of Taipei today. You know, it was a controversial trip, and we didn't even know that she... We talked to Greg Clugston live from the White House yesterday, and he said, look, her people haven't even said for sure it's happening. big tease. Well, it happened. Anyway, the White House has said it had no control over Pelosi's decision to visit the island. None. Um,
1: She's like a rogue.
2: Right. Reading an article in CBS News today, this kind of jumped out at me. And I knew this, you know, theoretically, but... Reading the line, as the second in line for the presidency, mm. Pelosi is the highest ranking U.S. official to visit Taiwan in 25 years.
1: Mm-hmm. Second in line. Think life. on
2: that. So, why did she go? Well, because, well, she, I mean, she's always been a supporter of Taiwan, as am I. I, I, I seem to remember her waving a uh, Taiwan flag, a Taiwanese flag in Tiananmen Square, which she what? was. In. What? No yeah. way. No, no way. I'm pretty sure she in did. In Tiananmen that. Square, yep.
1: you get killed.
2: Oh wait, it's actually here. That was in 1991. She what? displayed it wasn't a Taiwanese flag. It was a pro-democracy banner in mm-hmm. Tiananmen Square defying Chinese officials. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, while we're talking about Taiwan, the official website of Taiwan's presidential office experienced an overseas cyber attack right before Nancy Pelosi arrived. Mm -hmm. Um, Historically, Taiwanese websites, particularly those of the governing Democratic Progressive Party, have been targeted by Chinese hackers during critical moments like elections and crises. Yes. That's in today's New York Times. All right. So bring it. Number two. I have a weird animal story for you. Number two? been on like a great roll a plethora yeah and i i I promoted it to number two this time
1: in all the years you've done weird animal stories this is the first time it's risen to this rank Mm -hmm. number two i'm excited about it this better be a big one are you ready bring it what
2: if it's not a big one you're gonna be so disappointed then you would have kept it at four listen scientists are trying to figure out why a giant arctic shark was found in the belize barrier reef Mm -hmm. which is in the caribbean Mm -hmm. but no no it's not a sad story because he wasn't dead and he was live. He was doing his thing. But it is the first time a shark of its kind has been found in Western Caribbean waters. None of the fishermen who, who saw the shark had ever seen anything quite like it in all their combined years of fishing. So they decided to call the authorities and say something crazy wow, is happening. Cool. Little is known about the Greenland shark, but that they are half blind and they subsist by scavenging on polar bear carcasses. What? Are you ready for this? This is why it was promoted to number two. They can live up to 500 years. Come on. A shark, five hundred years, making them the longest living vertebrate (gasps) known to science. Oh, I love that! How about they're also huge? By the way, they can—they are twenty-three feet long and weigh up to one and a half tons. Nice, and they're they're around bay leaves. Because
1: you know why? He was chilly. He had just had it.
2: <laughs> it's like, there's got to be better food Some somewhere else. Anyway, scientists say that they're potentially roaming the world's oceans from pole to equator all the time, but usually they're deep and humans have never seen them Came before. Up.
1: Oh, that's super cool. Okay, that's was that was number good two. For,
2: okay, was that good? That,
1: that was nice. excellent. You guys. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Number three.
2: Good job. An NFL-led investigation determined the uh, Miami Dolphins used unprecedented tampering in their failed pursuits of Tom Brady and former head coach Sean Payton over mm-hmm. the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. The league stripped the team of draft picks and suspended and fined owner Stephen Ross in response. Good. How about that? I like it. Yeah, I can't stand the Dolphins. They'll be ducked their first-round selection in the 2023 draft and their third-round selection in 2024. Very nice. And number four, Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton are gone. (laughs) They were pirates, but now they're not. They were traded to the hated Cardinals. In exchange for Johan Oviedo, a 24-year-old right-handed pitcher, several years of club control. Also, a guy named Malcolm Nunez, who's an infielder. And that's where we are with the Pirates, you guys. That's your top four.
1: Seriously. I have socks that are older than these guys were Pirates. (laughs) That's how it is.
2: I loved Quintana. I thought he was a great, great... Yes, he was. He had a great year. You can't
1: love somebody who's only here for a cup of coffee. all right. You can't.
2: I did love... I liked him. Okay, I, mean, I liked him a lot. You're right. Love is I Steve mean, seriously.
1: Fun. I mean, it's not as though it's Willie, right? No, it's or not Dave Willie, but, I, but he... You love those guys. He was
2: the only pitcher, other than Bednar, that I looked forward to seeing when he got on the mound.
1: He was here for like 15 minutes.
2: He was here for the whole season.
1: What? This season? Yeah. <laughs> it's like five months okay, old. I'm
3: just saying.
1: Okay. You've got a low bar for love. Look, what I'm saying.
3: I'm desperate. <laughs> okay
1: well if you're desperate you shouldn't follow the pirates all right that's that's the this case of been that. a very depressing okay conversation. sunday school except for the shark very good that was good
2: <laughs> thanks coming up next martha daniel it's never too early
1: to talk to your kids about faith sunday school
2: yeah that's good but also home
1: yeah it's a big deal
2: also when you're driving around when you listen to the radio all
1: right martha daniel's next
5: 101.5 WORD.
6: It's summer in Pittsburgh, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school.
7: Back to school!
6: If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at WordFM.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at WordFM.com Slash tuitions.
5: In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime, it may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in '84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the spring house a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136 and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228 for more directions to the Spring House in 84.
3: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called Select Select SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. A savings of $369 a year.
8: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to Selectquote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love.
1: The worship leader or the pastor will say, hey, it's time for the kids to be dismissed. Now, you know, I went to church for a long time and I paid that the moment, no mind, none whatsoever. I didn't have kids. You would see the kids walk out and you go, that's very cute. Now let's just get on with it. Mm -hmm. And what went on upstairs to me, I paid it no mind. It was like another land. It really, until, of course, we had a baby.
2: And then it became like a thing of epic importance.
1: Holy smokes. I couldn't believe how I switched into another gear. It was everything who's upstairs, what's being said, what's being taught, what about the theology. I mean, it, it changed my view of what it was to be a church member. All those years, I just, you know, gave that short shrift. Well, Martha Daniel's with us. She's got a brand new work. It's called It's Never Too Early. And it talks about. The Life of an Education of a Child in Christ. Martha's with us live in studio. Martha, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So, Martha, you've worked in this field for a long time. Yes. How long? 45 years. That's a long time. (laughs) That is. Okay, what drew you to it at first? And what made you stay is probably a more important question. I think the um, easy answer
9: is when I started in ministry after I graduated from college, I had a degree in Christian education. I worked for an organization called Young Life. Oh, sure. And Young Life prided itself on cutting-edge ministry. And at that time, in the late 70s, early 80s, cutting-edge ministry was all about reaching high school students for Christ. Mm -hmm. Sure. And as the 80s progressed, the age that a child was cutting edge became younger and younger like uh-huh. middle school so young life started sure. different middle school ministries called wildlife and some other organizations and churches also got more involved in doing more middle school ministry as well and that trend continued actually until well until about the late 90s beginning of uh, 2000 George Barna wrote a book called Transforming Children into Spiritual Champions. And in the book, he quotes a statistic and that says that if a person is going to come to Christ, that the likelihood of that happening is greatest between the ages of 5 and 12.
5: Mm. Wow. It lessens wow.
9: after that. And so when you think about cutting-edge ministry and where we should be putting our emphasis and our focus – it's not the older people or, the, you know, even teenagers. At that point, they already charted their course sure. to some extent. But it's reaching children when they're more malleable. So that's, um, that drew me to stay yeah, in children's thought that's ministry. A,
2: that's a place of great impact.
9: Right. Right.
2: Okay, so uh, talk about um, the longevity of a of um, of a child's life. So you think about five-year-old kid mm-hmm. or maybe a four-year-old kid who comes to preschool for the first time at Sunday school or goes up, like John is saying, during a, a church service. And from that point to the time that child graduates from high school, that's a significant investment that a church is making in a child. Oh, yes. Right? So talk about how you see that. You've seen a lot of things. I'm sure you've seen good and bad. What are the best things about what churches do with kids between those
9: ages? Again, I think focusing on children's ministries and trying to create programs for them and then thinking through, as I've tried to do in my book, of a continuity of what's appropriate at different ages and stages in the child's life, specifically milestone moments or transitional moments that occur from-
2: Like what, what would a milestone moment be?
9: Well, generally like a, a starting, the, uh, starting school after mm. being in preschool. Well, first of all, sure. first milestone moment is being born, right. but then moving into elementary school, moving into middle school, moving into high school, Things like that that are transitional times for a student are also times that we can come alongside them and help the families connect with their kids and prepare them, ready them, resource them.
1: To right. me, Martha, that's a really big deal because Kathy tells the story, and I think this is a pretty common story. It happened in my family as well. You know, for all good intentions, your children are born. Uh, you feel like I'm I mature enough in my faith. I'm reading my Bible. I'm studying, and then I start to do <laughs> family devotionals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've both been very poor examples of family yeah, devotionals. We've
2: done, well, we've done we've done some really horrible ones on our own, trying to muddle through.
1: Trying to muddle through. It's a very particular <laughs> skill set. I mean, and it's something that's not to be taken lightly. You obviously, in many ways, I'm not saying it's family devotionals, but the idea of devotionals and engaging a young mind to opening up the heft of what the gospel is, to narrow that down, to make it accessible in tiny bites. That would seem to me, from my own perspective and my own failures, a very difficult proposition.
2: And a good thing left to professionals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that family devotionals,
9: I, we we did not do those at our house. But we always made it a practice to spend time with our kids before they went to bed yes. every mm-hmm. day. And we would read stories with them and kids always want to stay up later and so (laughs) we just kept we kept on that one and the final thing that we did was we would read from the bible and then we would take but we would also do it individually with each child so we didn't try to pull the clan clan together sit down Mm. and do the whole thing Mm -hmm. but actually give each child individual attention and then talk about what happened in their day what's going on so that that could be then the source for our prayers together
2: right right so this is the family side we talked about the church side this is the family side right and you're saying that for it to be really effective between those ages of five and twelve that are so important you have to have both like both working together in trajectory
9: yeah i think that that's important for the church to help families be able to know how to do exactly what you said. How does a novice person mm-hmm. know how to arrange that or set up a, a situation that's liable to be successful yeah. and, and meaningful for both the parent and the child? Mm-hmm. So that that's just one example of that. But the church can coach the families right, to be so able to the, right, do Right, so that. the parents aren't on their own.
2: We're right. talking about a new book called It's Never Too Early. Martha Daniel is live in studio with us. We're talking about her 40, how many year career? 45. We 40, 45, huh?
1: yeah. Your so, career working in children's ministry. So, Martha, 45 years. I mean, you've seen, as you're talking about, you know, early on with Young Life, trends come right. and go. Right? Can you talk about that? I mean, I mean, the gospel, of course, is everything, but how you... Communicate the the power of the gospel. That's kind of come and gone. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm old enough to remember. You know, new math and new math, you know, devolved mm-hmm. into something else. I'm not quite sure new math was exactly you know what we needed. The traditional route. I feel as though my, my, through my mathematics education was more powerful. But what about that? I mean, I, I'm sure you've seen positive changes and things that you kind of thought. Well, we thought this was going to be successful. Not so much in hindsight.
9: Well, then that's why. Ministry is dynamic. It has to be ever-changing. It has to change with what's going on around the us. Culture. It, it, yeah, it just can't stay the same. I think back to the late 70s, and the world was different then than it is today. There were many more two-parent families mm-hmm. back in the 70s than there are today. Sure. There were a lot of stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. Right. and life was supposed to get easier and with technology coming along, but you look at people's frenetic lives and life is just sped up in crazy ways. And also, when it comes to families and and the choices that kids have to make, there's a plethora of activities that kids can be involved in and, and parents find themselves running hither and yon to get everybody to everything that they're supposed to be doing. So... The dynamic of what's going on in families is quite different than, say, four decades ago.
1: Or the priorities.
9: And the priorities. And so if you were to say 40 years ago, what's regular church attendance Mm -hmm. looking like? Well, that would be showing up once a week on Sunday mornings for most people, and then they might come back to youth group or they might do some other different things. Well, today midweek programs are very difficult to do. Mm. Most church attendance is two times a month or less. So we can't expect the church to do all the heavy lifting in terms of the spiritual development of
2: Mm. our children. So we need to take as families more responsibility.
9: Sure. If if you're only showing up about two hours a month, there's not a lot that's going to be happening. So the idea behind this book is to try to help families live out the faith within the rhythm of their daily life. Okay, that's it's really It's not good. another program. It's not a curriculum. It's not anything like that. It's just ideas for how you can incorporate your faith intentionalize your faith mm-hmm. for your children so that they can experience God in real and relevant ways in their lives.
1: And what I hear you say is a, a lot of this seems to me common sense. It's just there's an intentionality in how you choose to communicate the worship experience. Keeping it as a priority. Right. And all those things.
9: Right. Yeah, It's important to be intentional because otherwise you just say well the church will take care of it mm-hmm. or we'll get around to this and and it really does require some thinking about this in advance and what you're going to do and, and
2: what priorities you're going to set for And the church family. can't take first of all the family has to take responsibility for it anyway but certainly in these times if you're only showing up at church twice a month the church isn't going to be able to handle that no, for you. No they're not going
1: to even know you. Right
2: Why? and they're not going to know your child either. Right,
9: and it turns out that parents and grandparents both, as they've done studies, are the primary spiritual influencers sure. of their children. Sure. It's not the youth pastor, it's not the pastor of the church, it's family members that have the greatest impact in the lives of mm-hmm. their children. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I I see this, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody who has children want their children to know Jesus. And so, uh, you know, like, uh, in my own family, you know, uh, as a child, with I'm one of seven kids, I see my brothers and sisters, Now everybody went through seasons of being super engaged as children, falling away, which I think is pretty common, you know, as Mm -hmm. teens or young adults, and then coming back to Jesus, you know, it, it may be later, once you have children yourself, I see this in my own family. And my fear is I see my own kids, and I think, okay, look, my kids, they're not nearly as engaged as I'd hope them to be, but I do know that when we sit down as a family and we have dinner, we I mean, it's a small, it's a small thing, but it's a big thing for me that we say a prayer before we have the meal. It, I mean, it's a tiny little thing, and I think, okay, these guys, I know that they know that I know Jesus. I know that they know Jesus, but the regular rhythms of worship and the discipline in that, mm-hmm fallen back some but at least there's a little tiny marker that i know that there's something there mm-hmm. i mean it's really key isn't it
9: it is and and that's so important just that it comes naturally out of your life together that it's it not something that you're creating right,
1: or, or enforcing right right okay, or so.
2: trying to make up trying to fake it <laughs> yeah because kids i mean kids smoke that out
1: Right away, they know. Yes, Martha, as you're with us here, and we're talking about you're, it's never too early. I mean, this in many ways, it, it makes sense to me. I wish I would have had this as a young parent to help my family to engage me as the father, the, the spiritual head, in many ways. Because I feel like I, I did okay. I could have done better.
2: So, how how can people get this, Martha? You can go on Amazon,
9: Kay. and it's. Just look for It's Never Too Early by Martha Daniel.
2: Okay. The book is called It's Never Too Early, as she said. We've been talking to Martha Daniel. Martha, a real pleasure to see you again. Thanks for your good work on this. Thank you. And even more than that, for your good work over so many years with so many kids. Thank you very much. This
1: is good. Families need this.
4: Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS.
10: I got behind in my taxes. It's a horrible feeling.
4: He was in denial.
10: And when I got those letters from the IRS, he wanted to act like they didn't exist.
4: Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients.
10: Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me.
4: The fast action and the great results made Dan's head Spin.
10: I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good.
4: For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation.
10: If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now.
4: Call 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. Optima Tax Relief testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
2: This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting The Ride Home.
0: If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into – medishare has a new option called medishare 65 plus medishare is a community of christians who share each other's healthcare bills and it really is a community people encourage and pray for each other and medishare 65 plus is a low cost option for those with medicare parts a and b that fills in the gaps where medicare stops you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years it's great for peace of mind you can use your medicare approved doctor and get prescription savings dental and vision savings Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55.
11: Farm
5: Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked.
12: Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org.
5: We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey.
4: Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we'd love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. She could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station?
5: That's easy. Word 101.5. Word 101.5.
7: Clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 61, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 89. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, humid, low 72. Thursday will be very warm and humid with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A thunderstorm in the area late in the afternoon will reach a high Thursday of 88. Friday, cloudy, not as warm. It will be humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms at a high of 78. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
2: I got good news and bad news for you. Tell me. What do you want first? The bad news. Okay. The PA Turnpike tolls, John, are going up for the 15th straight year. Just in case you had some faint glimmer of hope that there would be sense that would be, you know, utilized in the state government. That is not the case. And we are getting more tolls. How can this be? I cannot. It's just, it's so shocking. It really is. I mean, I don't know why it's shocking because we've had 15 years of it, but I still, I still am surprised by it. I Fifteen really
1: consecutive 15 years. Fifteen
2: consecutive years.
1: So I wonder what the the you know say like Pittsburgh to Breezewood, you know what it was 15 years ago as opposed to what it is now. I mean, how much percentage wise has it gone up? Yeah. I okay. mean, it's one thing to you know for it to go you know 15 cents or, but something tells me it's been a heck of a lot more than that over 15 straight years. I don't get it, you know. Uh, and again, I, you know, during the pandemic, when the federal government was throwing all this money around, I thought, oh, the Turnpike Commission—they're going to get millions. Maybe that's you know going to stem the flow a little bit of uh, all these tolls. And now, of course, do you have an Easy Pass? Yep. Okay. You, you don't even know. You really don't kind of know. You really right? there's no, you, no ticket there. No. So I, and I wonder for those who don't have an Easy Pass, which if you don't, you you, you know you need to get one. I mean, you're paying really 50% more than those who do have an easy pass if you don't have one.
2: Right. But the bad news about the easy pass is that when rates go up, you don't know no. because it's already automatically paid. But you don't know anyway because off.
1: you just go through, they take a picture of your license plate and then they send you a bill. My kid traveled across the country. He was like, "Oh, all of a sudden, these like you know envelopes started showing up like six weeks after the fact." You know, like, "What's this? What's this? What's this?" <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah. you without the Easy Pass, yeah. my friend. Welcome to adulthood, my yeah, friend. Exactly. That's the yeah. way it is. What the heck, all right, that is bad. Okay, mess. so
2: the toll increase is five percent for Easy Pass. Um, this year? Yes. The new rates will go into Whoa,
1: effect. Has it been 5% over 5, every year for 15 years? Uh, I mean, can that you imagine the same, that?
2: That was the same as last year. That's S- all I know so for sure. So
1: oh, 10%. Yeah, probably so. Mm. Good gravy.
2: Okay. All right. So that's the bad news. All
1: right. Good news? All right.
2: The good news is um, it has been it poured today on my way in. I like it. Right? It's going to rain on and off for the next couple of days. Yep. And according to the Trib today, this type of August is going to be good news for corn and bean crops. Here's the thing. Hmm. I don't buy corn on the cob here in the Pittsburgh area. Why? Because my husband grew up in Lancaster. And once you've had corn from Lancaster, whatever, it's just Western PA corn is kind of disappointing to me. Whoa. So I know that, that I, I know that's like a shot across the it bow. Is, it is. I'm just saying that All maybe after reading this article, Read Joe King. after reading this article, I'm going to try to come
1: around. Yeah, please do. Local's better, Kath. What do you when you drive somewhere, you drive to Lancaster, you get corn? Every time you drive to Lancaster you get corn. Really?
2: I mean when it's in summer, you're not getting it in May or yeah. you're not getting it in January.
1: Okay. Well local's better. Okay. It just is.
2: Are you a bean fan?
1: Oh I love beans. Yellow beans, green beans, yeah. What the heck? Don't you love beans? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I like? Tell me.
2: Three bean salad.
1: Yeah, not that big of a deal.
5: It's a huge deal. Not How perfect. can you not like I, that? You know. Oh, you're missing out. 101.5 WORD.
6: This week on Through the Bible, join us in Acts for a look at the issues facing the early church. Like a startup company, they needed to establish core values and guidelines for operation. Find out more about these matters that Luke called, No Small Dispute as we watch how godly people disagree, and then teach us how to resolve conflict. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Todd Nettleton,
10: and this is the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Filadelfo Santos Perez trafficked drugs before he came to faith in Christ. Today he is a pastor, faithfully sharing the gospel in Mexico, despite persecution. In his home village, Pastor Philadelpho has been arrested and paid huge fines for refusing to participate in the village's traditional pagan festivals. He has even been denied food and water. Pastor Philadelpho no longer lives in his village and continually faces opposition because of his beliefs, yet he feels called to continue sharing the gospel. Pray Pastor Philadelphia, would continue to share the good news about Jesus Christ throughout Mexico with those who are opposed to the gospel.
4: I will not let my brothers and sisters suffer in silence, nor would I let them serve alone. To join me in prayer for persecuted Christians, go to vomradio.net.
11: Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at pittsburgh.com You've tried the rest, now try the best. Windows arrest you've tried the rest, now try the best.
10: And I truly have never worked in a place that I've loved so much.
12: Carabelle principal at jubilee christian school in mount lebanon
10: the feeling is so warm and open when you walk in they're very passionate about teaching passionate about the school and they love the children everybody's willing to step up and help one another there's just so much love there and compassion for each other and it's just a nice warm place to be
12: imagine believe achieve jubilee christian school k through seventh grade now
1: enrolling for the fall at JubileeCS.org. Mm. Mission of Mercy is back once again at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center Free Dental Clinic. And uh, it's been a huge success across western Pennsylvania. Keith Young is with us. Keith is the chairman of Mission of Mercy Pittsburgh, here to tell us about the details. Hey, Keith, how are you doing? Hi, John. Hi, Kathy. How are you today?
2: Yeah, good to hear from you, Keith. We're excited to hear that this is going on again this year. Tell us the details.
13: Yeah, it's it's great. Actually, uh, just to even take it a little step further, we have expanded from Leon just dental this year what? to uh, eye care and hearing care. So oh, yeah? uh, the opportunity to have uh, that those services done, but also get free eyeglasses and free hearing aids in the process. Well, so, that's
2: awesome. Holy heck. Uh, yeah,
11: okay.
13: it, it, I, I find out hearing aids are expensive.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but they are.
13: So, uh, but we are, we're, we're Mission in Mercy Pittsburgh and we've been doing uh, the clinic since 2017, uh, so we, other than the pandemic year of 2020, and uh, we are here to help folks that uh, are underserved, who are underinsured, uh, or have insurance and have high copays. It doesn't matter. There are no eligibility requirements for folks to uh, to come. You show up uh, as long as you can, uh, you know, have have the uh, the medical uh, stand. We put med- people through medical triage to make sure they can they can uh, withstand the uh, the treatments, but. Uh, uh, we will we will treat you as you come through.
1: Really? Okay, so this is amazing, Keith. Absolutely free. I mean, there's nothing that's going to be asked. Uh, if you have a felt need for dental care, eye care, hearing care, you show up at uh, the David L. Lawrence Convention Center, give us the dates and the times.
13: Yeah, it's August well, it's August 4th, 5th, and 6th, but the 4th is set-up day. Uh, we do 100 chairs, have 12 eye lanes, have 12 hearing lanes, so it takes a lot of effort to get that set up on on Thursday. But then the clinic, and that's the most important part for our patients, is the fifth and the sixth. Uh, we uh, open the doors at six a.m. First procedures at seven uh seven a.m. and uh, and the last procedure usually about four for both days. Wow. Um, so and people people line up early. Uh, Last year, we had people starting to line up at at
1: midnight the night before. No kidding. People showed up at midnight. They just, what, they set up a chair and say, this is my spot. I mean, that's got to tell you something about the power of the ministry, Keith, that people are so hungry for free dental and eye and hearing care.
13: That is very true. The need, and until I got into this, and I like how you call it a ministry because I think that's really what it is. Um, Until I got into this, I didn't realize the extent of the need for dental care, mm. uh, for people in, in Western Pennsylvania, right in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is, I mean, there's some of these folks have not seen a dentist ever. I haven't seen them in five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And I think both are probably well aware of that's not only a bad thing from, you know, your, your dental hygiene, but also from your physical health, which causes heart problems, infections and go to other parts of the body. So we think it's a really critical service.
1: Yeah, really. I mean, it's interesting. I was at a family picnic about a month or so ago, and uh, one of the elderly relatives in my family, they confided. They said, you know, I I haven't been to a dentist in eight years. And I said, what the the heck? And the guy he goes, well, I'm on Medicare, and, you know, uh, dental insurance from my union doesn't cover it. So he said, I've just kind of let it go. And now, eight years after the fact, I'm afraid to go. I can't afford it, and I'm afraid to go. So I told him about Mission of Mercy and his ears perked up right away he couldn't believe that such a thing would exist there'd be free dental eye and hearing care so uh, the word is out and you're doing just excellent work Keith
13: well thank you we and it's and it, I appreciate you saying me but it this is such a big effort by a lot of people and what this has become in my mind is is a true community event in Pittsburgh and western Pennsylvania because we already have 1,280 volunteers signed up wow. for this event this year. And we'll probably treat, you know, 1,100, 1,200 patients. There's a lot of folks. And then we've got like 25 different companies in the Pittsburgh area that support this. Really? And so when I look, when I look at this, it, to me, this is the, the heart of Pittsburgh coming together to serve those who truly need this kind of care. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so then over these two days, it's really essentially two days, though. Isn't that true? Is it the fifth and the sixth? That is correct. Okay, so then over the course of those two days, you'll see, can you guesstimate how many people will walk through the doors?
13: Yeah, we'll pro- I, I, I'm, I'm assuming we'll hit the 1,100, 1,200 patients oh, uh, this goodness. year, yeah, no. which is which is folks. We have, we have treated in the four years that we did it because we missed the pandemic year, but we have treated uh, almost 4,200 patients in Fabulous. those four years.
1: Okay, now what about, so people, it's amazing what you're saying. If people are showing up at midnight, you know, before, doors open at 6 o'clock on the 5th and the 6th, um, what's that like? I mean, um, is there a website for people to go and and find out more information? Anything, you know, that's physical, they're going to go. I I know about this. I want to tell, you know, my Aunt Louise or my Uncle George about this. Um, What can people do to find out more? Sure,
13: there's no registration, but the website is, pretty simple mom pgh.org so mom org, and all the information is there there's a whole section just for patients they can go in and find out you know what it's like and what you have to do but uh, if, if you want to show up um uh and and, and come down in, to, the, to the convention center and I, I always tell people this don't be ashamed don't be afraid yeah this is a really good thing and it's something that's going to help long-term for all health and uh so i, I hope that people who are hearing this that need the care say yep i'm going to get down there on the 5th or the 6th
2: that's terrific that's keith young chairman of mission for mercy mission of mercy pittsburgh uh coming up august 5th and 6th is the free dental clinic expanded this year to eye and ear care as well at the david l lawrence convention center the website is mom.org is that right keith No, M-O-M-P-G-H dot org. M-O-M-P-G-H dot org. .org. Forgive me. M-O-M-P-G-H dot org for all the information. But be there if you need it, August 5th and 6th.
1: Keith, thanks an awful lot. Congratulations to you. Like we said, it's a beautiful ministry. All the people you're going to help are greatly needed here in Western Pennsylvania. Thanks for your advocacy.
13: Yeah, and thank you so much for getting the word out for us. We truly appreciate it. And hope we can do this every year.
3: My brother-in-law died suddenly.
8: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance.
4: For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Select Quote. We shop.
8: You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials.
9: Going to a jewelry store for the perfect custom engagement ring is so yesterday. At Mock Company, your luxury concierge jeweler, your personal designer, awaits. Begin the conversation at mockandcojewelry.com. Share ideas over social, email, or text. Get expert advice on metals and stones. Your exact 3D design will be ready within days. And the Monroeville team eager to begin your one-of-a-kind creation. Visit mockandcojewelry.com and book your virtual appointment today.
0: A beautiful day here at All About Golf in Butler, where 14 year old Jimmy and his dad are on the executive nine hole course. He's been practicing all year at All About Golf's driving range, featuring top tracer technology. Is that a Ping G425 driver dad just pulled out
12: of their Ping Hoofer golf bag? <laughs> yes, and Jimmy's set of new hybrids was chosen with the help of All About Golf's Ping Certified Club Fitter at the Pro Shop. That's up and down for par at All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play at allaboutgolf.com. What is a warrior at portersville christian school it's more than a team name a warrior is taught to serve to passionately model the love of christ toward neighbor community and world to learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year and to lead through christian character and integrity are you a warrior discover portersville christian school just
8: 15 minutes north of cranberry where warriors are made at ourpcs.org
1: as a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer
8: highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach
1: your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Gateway Clipper Cruise, August sixteenth.
2: Listen, we're running out of tickets here, friends.
1: We are running out of tickets. It's a good thing. We right? just
2: got a, a text from our boss a couple hours ago saying, "Hey, tickets are dwindling. So if people want to go, you got to get your ticket now."
1: Yeah, sixteenth. Uh, so here we are. So it's two. That's two weeks from today. Right? It is two weeks from yeah, today. Very nice. Okay, sure. good.
2: I better get my shoes. You have an outfit. No, but I, I was thinking I'd get a new pair of shoes. Really. Why, why? Why is that so shocking?
1: Well, because new shoes on a boat surface would be a little a slippery. you be like well, flying. Well, oh, I'm
2: sh- not going to get like some kind of towering heel thing. I'm still. The, it makes me. You know. Last year I wore yellow shoes.
1: Yeah. I, I well, you would, didn't like the yellow shoes. No, I don't remember them. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just that hurts, saying it. hurts, I don't hurts know. me a little. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about fashion. Okay. I'm not going to. Yeah. Not opine mm-hmm. about that. Anyway, August 16th. What do you wear?
2: What you got an
1: outfit picked up? Like probably what I have on right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the world for men and women is so would, different. I, I, so sh- different.
1: You put on a shirt and a pair of pants. You're yeah. presentable. You look okay. You walk yeah, out I the I door. I just put
2: on a shirt and a pair of pants, I wouldn't have what? a career. Now I can you, tell you
1: that. I mean, you just go. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to wear like you know a sailor outfit or something like but that. I don't like, want to you to like be a, like
2: Gene Kelly and anchors away. Yo, yeah,
1: well, that'd be great though. When they, who's the woman? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Frank Sinatra, Gene Kelly.
1: And I don't know.
2: There were two other ones.
1: Mm. That's a good movie.
2: Who were I can't? Why can't we think of the other two? I don't
1: know. That's okay. August 16th. Yeah. Anyways, Come and join Yeah. Us, so
2: find tickets, wordfm.com. Um, buy your tickets right there. But I'm serious. Like, if you want the tickets, you got to mm-hmm. do it fast.
1: We had such a good time last year. The food was excellent. Yes, it was. It really was. And of course, being out on the boat, especially up top, mm-hmm. fabulous, right?
2: And it poured last year. Earlier on, too. It it, I don't mean like, little rain yep. i mean it was torrentially mm-hmm. downpoured like wow this is like flash flood type mm-hmm, of rain mm-hmm. on the lawn right and then we got out there and we thought oh my gosh are, like are we even going to make we it there do? and then 15 minutes after we pulled away from the dock it was such a glorious night
1: lovely very nice yeah there's something about being out on the river i mean look at it this way you have a boat but you don't have to pay for a boat. Exactly. Right? I mean, tickets. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, you, families are welcome. Sure. Kids were welcome, right. I believe. Right. Yeah. But I was kind of thinking about more like just a date night. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean.
2: But you can. It doesn't have to be. But a date night would be fine. We're going to do this or that live.
1: No, you keep on saying that. Yeah. i just a little leery of Are that.
2: you? Well, I think that's part, part of the reason I'm enjoying it so much.
1: Really? <laughs> so, wait. So you're going to walk around with a microphone on the boat? Again, what if it's wet?
2: i don't know we'll have to come up with how to do it it's not like i'm going to be with the captain i mean i'm going to be sloshing around like we're going to be inside
1: no we're going to be up
2: top no we're going to be inside while the food yeah we eat inside
1: yeah so i don't think you should be concerned about my shoes clearly we haven't thought this through we have oh we're doing this or that we have not yeah we are is there now there's a program
2: yeah we're doing this no we're doing this or that
1: christy you coming no, she was th- thinking about it. Now she's probably going, no.
2: I'm definitely not coming now. Come on. What? You
1: this better that. come. She loves this Come, Listen, Christy.
2: It's talking, you know, now I have to buy a whole new outfit just to go on the boat. You don't have to no. buy.
1: Put on a pair of sh- pants and a shirt. Okay.
2: John's not <laughs> buying an outfit, outfit. Christy, so don't worry about it?
1: about it. I'm not going to Kennywood. Something like seventh grade. Oh, my God. A special outfit. Mm-hmm. P- well, no one's going to know or even care. No, no one's going to care. Right. Mm-hmm. What if you get gravy on your shirt? Is there gravy on the Gateway Clipper, I don't remember. I don't think there is. All right.
2: <laughs> Wordfm.com. Buy your August 16th. Now. Come on August now. August 16th.
1: All right. Coming up soon.
2: Uh, yeah, so news comes that uh, Amy Grant uh, spent a couple nights in the hospital okay. after a bad biking accident, um, but she's back home recovering. This is I'm reading here from Fox News, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately has decided to postpone her August concert dates. Um, Amy Grant is 61. She was taken to Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt University Medical Center, uh, where she was treated for abrasions and cuts after she hit a pothole while she was biking with a friend. The good news was she was wearing wearing a helmet and so it sounds like her recovery is going to be a-okay but as I said uh, there's going to be no performing mm. in
1: August hey, speaking of that a friend of ours was in a bike accident and his bike helmet he was wearing a helmet yep. which I'm always kind of whenever I get, uh, I'm wearing a helmet I was kind of like you know poo poo it but our friend his bike helmet split in half split in half
2: and that could have been his
1: head exactly I mean so I do think about that For
2: sure. Anyway, so bottom line is wear your helmet. All right. Also, we're sad to read of the passing of Ron Sider.
1: Oh, holy smokes! I was so surprised about Ron Sider has passed away. Now you may know this name, Ron Sider, um, Sojourners Magazine, very prominent uh, author, seminary professor, social justice activist. Mm-hmm. I would say is probably you know what I'd hang the hat on. Um, he was a professor at Palmer Theological Seminary, best known for his book from 1977,
2: Rich Christians in an Age of Hunger. Right there,
1: you go. Mm-hmm. Excellent job, and for founding Christians for Social Action which seeks to rally evangelicals and other Christians to put their faith to work in support of the common good. Um, Sorry to hear the passing of uh, Ron Sider. He certainly made his mark among a lot of people's lives.
2: Yep. Joined us on our show here a couple times. We appreciated that, and uh, our sympathies go out to his family and all those he worked with over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, So we missed Willie Nelson, who was in town on Sunday night out at Star Lake, I heard. Along with uh, Government Mule and uh, ZZ, Top. ZZ Top. I would have liked to have seen that show if it wasn't. I Me hate too. going out to Star Lake, And I'm not going to do it on a Sunday. Cause I,
1: but, Woody, but Willie Nelson's 89. I
2: know. I don't even really like Willie that oh, much. Why do you don't like Willie I mean, Nelson? I, I appreciate the fact that oh, he's man. like an institution. But it's not my favorite to listen to. But anyway, I would have gone anyway. But anyway. We missed that. But Sting is coming to town, I just read today, with the PSO. Right. Now that. Worries me a little. We think like, gonna be cheesy. Well, sometimes in his desire to be kind of uppity, he can jump the shark. Wait, wait, wait.
1: wait what? You're well, saying in his desire to be kind of uppity? Mm-hmm, Who sting? Mm-hmm. What do you? I, I don't really. I don't.
2: Um... You, so you've never seen him like with the Boston Pops or any of those? No, other, I've oh, not okay. seen that. What yeah. is it's?
1: You're saying it's uppity, it's a what little is, uppity. Like you, like well, I mean, because, you know,
2: it, well, if you're like a rock snooty. pop star,
1: yeah.
2: you know, you have a sense of, I'm not good enough to be in this space with classical musicians.
1: What? You think he'd be thrilled?
2: Well, I think he probably is thrilled, but I'm saying that may- it just seemed in the past that maybe he was trying a little too hard.
1: So, like, they're going to like play. Rock... I
2: love Sting. I'm not trying to yeah, pick love, on the guy. I love Sting.
1: But... I've seen him several times. Well, they're going to play, like, Roxanne with violins.
2: I. Roxy. see what I mean like that thats well, that has the potential to be weird I'll, I'd be interested to see what it's like to be honest with you
1: I'd love, I'd love, to, love go. to go I'd love to go I'd love to go I mean I want to see Sting I like Sting yeah right uh, I'd really like to see the police with a PSO <laughs> oh, I right. just want to see the police except that
2: the three of them
1: do not like do each other. not
2: haven't spoken probably in two decades
1: well no anyway
2: Andy Summers Stuart right. Stuart Copeland Copeland yeah and Sting not the best of friends
1: well, because Sting's such a massive star.
2: Well, and because he's probably a little difficult to get along with.
1: I don't know. No, I, I don't want probably. to cast aspersions No, on, I'm sure he's fine.
2: I'd love to. I'd welcome him to the show in a hot minute. And one of his you... albums is in my top ten.
1: Which is what?
2: Ten Summoner's Tales. One of my top ten favorite mm. albums ever.
1: Is Englishman in New York in that?
2: No, but that's a great. I love that That song. is a great song. It
1: sure is. All right. Take a break. Be right back.
5: 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the Word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, In and Odyssey. Remember,
12: you have a choice in health care.
8: For SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden says the U.S. killed the leader of al-Qaeda. And a drone strike over the weekend. Greg Clungston with that report.
14: The president announced that Ayman al-Zawahiri was the target of a counterterrorism operation in Afghanistan.
10: Justice has been delivered, and this terrorist leader is no more. During an evening speech from the White
14: House, Mr. Biden said the al-Qaeda leader carved a trail of murder and violence against Americans and American interests.
13: He was deeply involved in the planning of 9-11. He said
14: the successful strike demonstrates U.S. resolve to protect the American people.
8: Greg Clogston, Washington. Still waiting for a response from China after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi arrived in Taiwan, becoming the highest-ranking American official to visit the self-proved island claimed by China in some 25 years. Her visit has triggered tensions between China and the U.S. This is...
14: Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt, landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at
12: 817-912-1569.
2: I love seeing the transformation of a smile.
12: There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You
2: don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile.
12: Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school, or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Robinson Township Christian School. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Clear skies
7: expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 61, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 89. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, humid, low 72. Thursday will be very warm and humid with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A thunderstorm in the area late in the afternoon will reach a high Thursday of 88. Friday, cloudy, not as warm. It will be humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms and a high of 78. With Iraqi Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon.
0: Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios.
1: And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along. The Tuesday edition. Uh, When my my wife and I met, uh, she was working at uh, Cornell Medical Center in New York City. And um, she came to Pittsburgh, we got married, and she found a job with a plastic surgeon. And so she was well versed. We'd we'd be out somewhere, you know, at, at a restaurant or whatever, and she would say, "Oh, look, this. I see that person, and they and I can see that they've had this done, mm. right?" Which I knew nothing of, you know, like right. you know, cheek implants. I was like, "What? What's a cheek implant? A a, a chin implant?" You know, um, of course, any number of things, uh, uh, procedures done with the eyes. The brows, all these things—it uh, was—it's a fascinating sort of you know thing to delve into, and I wonder about that. You know, now I kind of go, oh, I'm a person of a certain age. What you know, Maybe
2: I should look into that. Well, I have
1: some work done, mm-hmm. but then I catch myself and think, no, because you see people, you know, you see Hollywood, and you mm-hmm. go, that's, that's not, not looking good. 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 No, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Some people just cannot stop or. Just should have never done it in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. You ever think about having some work done? I'm not um, I'm saying that you need it or anything, right? But you know, right. this is got all I'm just
2: cut personal. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, my, here's the thing: I would, ne- I just could never. First of all,
1: okay.
2: <laughs> There's first, second, and third of all,
1: Okay.
2: how could pay money for that? I can't imagine ever doing. Why? I
1: like to okay, like like a <laughs> little like a little neck thing. <laughs> Right. johnson modeling for what, those of it? you
2: watching on youtube right now john is modeling the neck thing he i liked feel to bad have.
1: about my neck yeah right is that <laughs>
2: so that's what you're, you're
1: that's what i would have. make right. a, little, a little, little neck work done
2: okay but see the problem is you have the neck network thing done and then you end up looking like the joker
1: right and then you have some eye stuff done. <laughs> yeah. i'm surprised
2: so right. second of all yeah most of the time, I think it looks bad instead of, so now you've paid a you know, lot but, of money
1: to look worse. But like you see some people, like, like, like you'll see like um, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Or um, we saw a movie the other day, um, who's Sean Penn's ex-wife? Madonna. Um, uh, no, uh, Princess Bride, um, who, who's lovely.
2: Oh, he was married to the Princess Bride? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: I don't know what her name is.
1: Well, she's lovely, and I've yeah. seen her movie. And I think you see some women in Hollywood, and you think, "Oh, look, they're they're aging." I'm sure they probably everybody there has had some work done, but then you see some women who are absolutely beautiful, who had you know, yes, And right. You think, "Look at that woman; she's she's gorgeous, and she's you know, 65 right. or 75." And you right. think, "Look how beautiful that person is." Right, and Where, she didn't have
2: plastic surgery. Right. Right, you're saying, yeah.
1: Where, you know, plastic surgery sort of negates that. It's, it's, I know it's meant to enhance beauty, but I think right, well, it, takes it, away. it steals it in yeah. some way.
2: So add to that the pandemic when everyone had to go online. All of a sudden, people are doing Zoom meetings. People are doing FaceTime because they can't be with family members or whatever. And people are horrified with how they look online. And so plastic surgery rates skyrocketed. Really? During COVID, skyrocketed. So people were afraid to go to the ER to get their, like, you know, the pain in their side looked at, but they were going to go to a plastic surgeon to get their nose reworked because they couldn't stand how they looked on Zoom. Their neck. Right. Well, news comes today, and I'm reading from a website called refinery29.com, which I think I've never been on before today. Mm -hmm. Um, But the title caught my eye, Why Are Requests for Plastic Surgery Reversals on the rise. So, now that people have done so many things during COVID to alter their appearance, they're starting to think, "I wish I wouldn't have done that." So, it's kind of like the I regret my tattoo.
1: Oh, right.
2: Feeling and so what do I do about it? So, in particular, they're talking about the fox eye. Now, are you familiar with this? Mm-mm. Okay. So, this is this can either be a surgical procedure that I mean, men have done it too, but mostly women, right? What you're doing with your fingers is pretty much what it would
1: be. How's it look? Does it look good? So entertaining. Does it look good?
2: If ever you watched what was happening, this show on YouTube, this would be your day. This would be good. The word Pittsburgh. Hi. Anyway.
1: <laughs> good to see you. Everything's happy.
2: <laughs> okay. So it's that snatched look all the celebrities have at the moment with the lifted eyes and eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but the procedure to get the fox eye to make what you're doing to yourself right now permanent, yeah. it involves pulling your eyebrows and eyelids up at an unnatural angle. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Kendall Jenner, Doja Cat often serve as inspiration for this look. Now, this can be done surgically or non-surgically using dissolvable threads or tape. But even the non-surgical option risks permanent damage, pain, bruising, infection. And scarring, okay? So it goes goes on and on. The article talks about how this became a very popular thing, but now it is coming out of fashion, okay? So people are now thinking, I think I'm done with the fox eye thing, except I just had surgery on my face, and now I'd like to have it... Redone. Exactly, or undone.
1: But once you have it undone, I mean, there's got to be something that takes its place, right?
2: Well, they said... A tattoo can be removed. You can simply stop wearing or buying, you know, like wedges that apparently people use. I don't know anything about that. But an eye lift actually carries serious risks. So there's like, it can leave permanent scars. There's no going back from this.
1: One of the things that you see the uh, the um, the eyelid, yeah, lift your eyelid, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I see that. I kind of go, oh, yeah, I could do that.
2: We just hope you don't end up looking like this. So. <laughs> What do you
1: mean? I don't know.
2: So this this one person weighs in in this article yeah. explaining that six months after his fox eye procedure, his body rejected the undissolved threads and they started to come out from his skin, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it's a, it's a sad story. I guess the reason that I thought of this is when does, I mean, I get my hair colored. Yeah. I care about what I'm wearing, of course. right? Yeah, I'm gonna, I know. I'm going to buy new shoes for this cruise event we're doing. When is it? When is
1: Too it, much, too much. Yep. Well, you see those stories, those poor people who get addicted to it. How about the the woman who looks like Barbie? That's crazy. Right? She's had like ribs removed and, you know, she's, well, look at poor Michael Jackson. I mean. Remember, it.
2: we we watched that uh, time lapse. Right. Of him, what he looked like from when he was a kid. <clears throat> to when he was, before he passed away. I mean, that's a tragic story. It is.
1: I don't know. So it's like, I don't what, I don't so, it mean to make light of it of or make fun no. of anyone who wants to have this done because people want to look their best and feel good about themselves. That's what, that's but what it's all when, about.
2: So how do you determine when it's too much?
1: Uh, individual results may vary, I guess, right? That's all.
2: So, but I don't think it should be results-based. I think there has to be some time when you like, it has to be wisdom, Right.
1: Well, everybody carries baggage about feeling bad about themselves, right? I mean, self acceptance is a lifelong journey. Few people are, are kind of go, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with myself, right? I no, mean, yeah, for right. Sure. People just, you know, it's it's hard All to right, be. But a, a imagine person.
2: if I came in and had plastic surgery. First off, you.
1: <laughs> 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 well, you know, I I'd talk about it on air. Hear, of course, of course, I would. <laughs> I would I'd critique it. I would right?
2: never hear the end of it. i say, I'm why are you so
1: surprised? Why, why is everything like a shock to you? I mean, everything That's can't be Fox that surprising. Oh, yeah. I don't guy. know. I mean, it's a spiritual issue as well, isn't it?
2: Well, I think it is. I, it has yes, of course to, it, it has is. to be. But so I think it all is a spiritual issue. Yeah. The you know how much you you know your clothes, your shopping, your hair. Like what what are we striving for? And I'm saying it as someone who's you know.
1: Well, you're striving to
2: as susceptible to that as anybody else. You're not striving not to feel
1: good about yourself, right? Right. It's, when you present, you want to feel right. confident mm-hmm. and comfortable in in your skin. Yes. So anything that you, I mean, I remember as a kid, a school kid, and this goes way back. I mean, decade. Someone I knew, uh, sister, my uh, my friend's sister, had a nose job, and it was scandalous. I mean, the you know the girl, she had a large nose, and so you know, this was like. See, you know,
2: and I I I have no problem with that at all.
1: Well, I, you see, some people there, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, you think, oh my god, right? Look that, at that. Well,
2: that looks way But some, way pe- I mean, you
1: know, you go, well, that's a big honker. I mean, you you would get that too as well. Sure. So. I don't know, Kath. It's oh. very difficult. Okay. I just, I feel bad, and I don't want to just mock anybody or dissuade anybody not. from their choices in life. And now, and I na- hope people feel good about themselves and mm-hmm.
2: and don't go too far.
1: Uh, what's too far? That's the problem.
2: That's the question I brought up. And now we're 10 minutes into the segment. You still have an answer? I
1: know. Individual results may vary, is what my, my point. No, seriously. I mean, I feel bad about my neck. Not- is that too far? I mean, we're going to
2: look into a neck procedure for John.
1: All right. Hi, this is John Hove. Your neck... 101.5
5: WORD.
12: Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 630 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night, sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinner cruise.
1: We have Attended two weddings this summer. Both lovely couples, beaming in love, excited to start life together as husband and wife. The weddings themselves, though, could have been more different. One was large, easily 250 guests, inside a gorgeous church. The other was a sweet affair in a backyard where there were about 25 of us. Joy and cookie tables abounding. The future looks bright for both couples. But at each reception, there was plenty of talk of couples starting out and setting up house. Tellingly, both couples were putting off buying a home because of our current times. United Faith Mortgage, that wonderful family, you've heard them here on Word FM. Well, they're excited for first-time home buyers, whenever that may be. They've even got a seven-step blueprint of important steps on the road to buying your first home. These are odd times, but United Faith Mortgage is going to be there in good times and bad to ensure that owning a home, sweet home, is a possibility for us all. The direct lender advantage is everything, so check out United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, in New York. NMLS number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Maybe
7: you're an elder in a local congregation or a deacon wanting to serve your church more faithfully. Dr. Barry York on the Master of Theological Studies program at RPTS. The wonderful thing about the MTS degree is you can actually do it all online. So they can take the degree online and grow in that theological ability that will allow
12: them to either teach or work more faithfully in their local congregation. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu.
5: This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See, we didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA.
12: Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com.
1: I was sitting in my backyard last night. I've been watching this, um, and I, I know it's true. I've been watching a falcon that has been sort of appearing in a tree in my neighbor's yard for the past almost two weeks. It is unbelievable. Fabulous. I mean, I've seen red-tailed hawks on a regular basis in our backyard, but I've never seen a falcon. And it's a gigantic bird. And we're sitting out there with binoculars, and we're looking at this face and the and the... The nose on this thing. That's not a nose. <laughs> I
3: mean, it's a beak. It's a beak. I
1: sure. <laughs> had plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe now it's a I movie. mean, you see this thing and you think, God, you are incredible. Uh, and my, my son said he was out in the yard the other day when he saw the falcon come down and grab a mouse. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, <laughs> God's creation is stunning. And that's just in your backyard. And we're all yearning to go and see the world, the variety and beauty of that. Terry, Tim is back with us. Terry's a regular guest on our show. He's the pastor of Christ Community Church of the South Hills, here to talk to us about the hands of God, finding God in creation. Hi, Terry. Good to see you.
15: Good to see you, John, Kathy. Good to be with you guys in the, in the virtual world.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Zooming with us as you are, Terry. How are things?
15: Things are going pretty well. I'm, I'm enjoying. I love that story about sitting in your backyard, John, yeah. and seeing this bird. We do a similar thing on our back deck, and every once in a while, this huge hawk comes by, True. right? And then, uh, and then later in the night, we have bats in our backyard yep. as well. So, and they're part of God's creation uh, as well. And summer is such a beautiful time uh, to be outside. To enjoy creation and to I I like to say get our get our heads out of the book and get our heads into the beautiful book, which is the book of creation. Mm -hmm. One one of the great reformers, John Calvin, said God has given us two books Mm -hmm. the good book, which is scripture, and and we need to be people of the good book, grounded in God's word. Yes. God has also given us the beautiful book which is the book of creation. And if we are willing to slow our lives down and pay attention, we will see the fingerprints of God all around us. Hmm. I love love Psalm 8. And actually, each day of the week, I have a psalm that I begin my day with. And on Tuesdays, I begin with Psalm 8. Hmm. And there's this... I mean, Psalm 8 is beautiful. It starts with those words, Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic, majestic is, your name. is your name, right? That, that, that Psalm that Sandy Patty made famous many, many years ago. But there's this line, the psalmist says, When I consider the heavens the work of your fingers.
3: Hmm.
15: Have you ever thought about God having fingers? <laughs> right? I mean, we know God isn't a human like we are. But that the psalmist writing thousands of years ago, da- most likely David, David, when he was looking at the creation, he thought about the fingers of God bringing things into being, beautiful things, large and small and everything in between. And that, that psalm reminds me that I need to pay attention to the fingerprints of God that are all around us. Yes.
1: I mean, Terry, you you know this to be true. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, they revealed the, the first photos of the James Webb Telescope. And now we're being shown these incredible, oh, incredible images. I mean, almost every day you see them on the web, and you can kind of go, "Look at that! Look at that! Look at that!" We are surrounded by such beauty. But you know, what? I always get a, a little anxious because I know when people speak about, you know, God's creation, there are some people who go, "Well, wait a second, uh, uh, you know, th- maybe this this is um, a, a different theological tract you're on. You know, you're 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 uh, praising nature at the expense of God in some." way you know what I'm saying
15: yeah and and you know that that's called pantheism Mm -hmm. that everything is God Mm -hmm. that's not true but God has created everything and it's it's a subtle difference but it changes everything yeah there are people I mean I I talk to people all the time uh, as a pastor I don't need to go to church on Sunday. I don't need to be right. in worship. I just worship in my backyard. Right, I worship, right, right, of right. course. Right. You know, I, I'm worshiping creation. I'm like, mm, that's not what we're about as people of faith. We're not worshiping the creation. We worship the Creator. Mm-hmm. And and people of faith, men and women, boys and girls who have eyes to see and ears to hear and heart that respond, we can discover God in creation. But the invitation is always to worship, to adore, to praise, to commune with the one who, through God's fingers, brings things into being. Again, John, as you said, whether it's out in the cosmos millions and millions of light years away, which is, which is really cool. And I love things like the Webb Telescope, but I'm learning to become more attentive to that which is right
3: yeah. Yep.
2: yeah, no, that's good. And that includes the animals that live in your house, right? <laughs> the people that live in your house. I mean, I have the, I have one of the craziest cats in the whole world. I mean, she is, talk about high maintenance. I mean, when I got this pet, I had no idea what I, what I was in for. <laughs> but I look at her and I say this out loud because I think it's important for me to do it. I just acknowledge that she is a creature that was made by God and that she's absolutely unique and she's beautiful, and she drives me crazy. <laughs> but there's something about being in close connection with an animal or with with nature, being outside, whatever it is. I remember years ago, uh, Dr. Hugh Ross, a good friend of ours, Terry, telling us um, that he had done a a, um, a deep dive into atheism, and that rates of atheism are much much lower uh, in farming communities than they are in cities. Hmm. And you know his theory on that is just that you can't be immersed in that much nature and have your whole livelihood controlled by it without believing that there is a God who has made it and who is supreme over it.
15: There's, there's, there's got to be something. I would say a someone behind yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Kath, It's funny you mentioned cats. Uh, I'm right right now. I'm, I've been living in my daughter's apartment because of some medical situations with my daughter. And I'm not a cat person at all. But for the past six weeks, I've been living with two cats.
4: Uh-huh. And so
15: this is an opportunity for my faith to be stretched and challenged. Like God has created even cats. <laughs> and and my, my, my running line is like in the, in the eschaton, people always ask me, in the kingdom of God, are, are, are our pets going to be there? And I'm like, absolutely, especially with dogs. But here's here's the beauty of God. I think that when the kingdom comes in its fullness, I will be able to fully enjoy cats. Good, for all,
2: good, all Terry. I'll, I'll pray that you get to that end point. Mm.
15: <laughs> but, but even as you talked about, so, so tomorrow I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to take my six-year-old grandson, Roman. We I found an Airbnb in Somerset County mm. that's on a working farm. Mm. They have they have a herd of bison, they have chickens, what? and they have 500 cattle and part of this experience is you can like go into where they milk the cows and feed the chickens and this whole deal and i mean roman's a city kid he's he's grown up all around in in suburbia and i'm really curious to see how he responds to wide open spaces Mm. and and seeing you know not not pet animals not, not small little furry creatures but bison and and you know, cows that are producing milk. I mean, right? Little kids, where does milk come from? Well, it comes from giant eagle. Well, actually it comes from cows, right? <laughs> a gift a, a gift from God. So that's that, that's a big, you know, it, it'll be fun to see how he responds to this. And, and for me, my, my journey, particularly this summer, has been to, to slow down and pay attention to the beauty of creation around me. And allow that to draw me into a deeper communion Mm -hmm. with God, the Creator, who has painted the world with God's glory, again, through the work of God's fingers.
1: Yes. And, and Terry, you know, it all starts tiny, right? I mean, in our backyards to, as you say, you know, to go further beyond into the the mass of the universe. I mean, I, I just... It seems overwhelming in some way, but the truth is that it's, it's God is a God of creation. That's why I think, you know, when you look out and you see, you know, the universe, in many ways, I think, you know, this whole other conversation, of course, we cannot be alone because God is constantly creating. I just think, anyway... The beauty is amazing. In our backyard, we we can't really have much. Like, we, I can't have a garden unless I have to have, you know, like the Berlin Wall around it because there's deer that will come. So occasionally we'll see like, you know, we've got some flowers that pop up and you'll stick your head like into the flower almost, you know, kind of looking at, you know, the, the fabric, uh, you know, the texture of it, the smell of it, the, you know, the, just the minutia of it and then you step back and you look at the sky and you know the clouds and the birds i mean it's just it's just so big to encompass and then at the heart of it all i think i see all this i'm aware of this at the same time god sees me he's aware of me he knows me and he loves me and i get on some sort of like you know loop here and it just it's just too much to it's just too much to even try to comprehend yeah.
15: And the, the beauty of the Psalm 8, and I really encourage your listeners to read it, is not only does David in the Psalm talk about the vastness of God's creation, yeah. but ultimately, David says the high point of creation is humankind, men and women who are created in God's image. And so while quite often our breath can be taken away by you know, the beauty of a hawk or a sunset yeah. or a cascading waterfall, but image bearers ought to take our breath away. Yes, mm-hmm. and, you, know, you were talking in that mm-hmm. segment about you know plastic surgery yeah. and how people you know feel so desperate to change their image in some way, shape, or form. I think part of the reason why that happens is because we don't honor the creativity that God has placed in every single human being. Mm-hmm. And if we would honor that and have our breath taken away a little bit more when we interact with one another, I wonder how that might uh, shape uh, people's self-image and their, their identity in more life-giving positive ways where, you know, we'd have less, less of that stuff happening and we could just recognize, wow, look at, look at what God, look how God created this person uniquely and this person uniquely. And, you know, I did, I did a wedding uh, uh, two weeks ago and, yeah, you know, one of my favorite things to do in a wedding is is when the bride comes down the aisle and mm-hmm. all the eyes are fixed on the bride, but w- I like to watch the groom mm-hmm. and to see the face of the groom when he sees his bride walking down <sighs> the aisle for the first time. Yeah, and like the the awe, the wow factor, and I always say that s- say to husbands do whatever you can to hold on to that wow factor. Mm. And I think that we need that for all of us. Mm. Like what is man that you are mindful of him, that you care for them. Like you said, John, God sees us. God knows us. God cares about us. And one of the ways that we can, in a sense, be God to one another is to care well for the creation, Mm. including the whole cosmos. But, most particularly, as we care for men and women, boys and girls who bear the image of God all
1: around us. Fabulous, Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Terry, we need to step away for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Terry, um, when we come back, would you mind? You know, we we talked last month about caregiving, and you know, you're you're in a, a long season of caregiving. I believe that that resonated with our yeah, audience. Yeah, we got a lot of good response on we that. We did. Terry. W- would you mind going back into this conversation with us? Sure, sure. I'll be glad to stay with you. Fabulous. Terry Tim is with us. We're going to talk, as we said, about caregiving. Uh, Terry, uh, Senior Pastor, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. The only pastor, Terry. I just elevated as Senior Pastor. Stay (laughs) with us.
10: Hi, I'm Todd Nettleton, and this is the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Philadelphia Santos Perez trafficked drugs before he came to faith in Christ. Today he is a pastor faithfully sharing the gospel in Mexico despite persecution. In his home village, Pastor Philadelpho has been arrested and paid huge fines for refusing to participate in the village's traditional pagan festivals. He has even been denied food and water. Pastor Philadelpho no longer lives in his village and continually faces opposition because of his beliefs, yet he feels called to continue sharing the gospel. Pray Pastor Philadelphia, would continue to share the good news about Jesus Christ throughout Mexico with those who are opposed to the gospel.
8: I will not let my brothers and sisters suffer in silence, nor would I let them serve alone. To join me in prayer for persecuted Christians,
4: go to vomradio.net.
3: Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had...
7: building stuff for them
0: everything is in this one place i can't even imagine what it would be like without bamboo
8: hr
6: we're bamboo hr and we'd love to set you free to do great work come try our award-winning all-in-one hr software for free with no strings attached visit bamboo hr.com hr for this free trial offer that's bamboo hr.com hr this is pastor tom hall people are capable of such goodness so why are we at war with each other It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at
10: fpcp.org.
5: Listen on your smart speaker at WordFM.com, the WordFM app, iHeart, In, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tom has been
8: a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there
3: beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's, now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
7: Clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 61, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 89. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, humid, low 72. Thursday will be very warm and humid with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A thunderstorm in the area late in the afternoon will reach a high Thursday of 88. Friday, cloudy, not as warm. It will be humid. We'll see a couple of thunderstorms and a high of 78. With the Iraqi weather forecast,
1: I'm Drew Shannon. Reverend Terry Tim is with us. Terry's the uh, pastor at Christ Community Church of the South Hills. We'll talk about that uh, as this segment goes on.
2: Terry, we've talked to you over the years about lots of things, um, but the thing um, that I think has garnered the most feedback from our listeners was us talking about caregiving last month. And um, you've had a daughter who's been sick, and you've been in a caregiving role, your wife, Patty, even more so. Um, So... Walk us through that. Walk us through what what's happened with Abby. What that's been like for your family, and where you are now.
15: Yeah, thanks, Kath. I, I appreciate that, uh, and just the opportunity to, to share a little bit about our story. Our daughter Abby's 20, 29. and uh, a couple of years ago, actually, right when we hit into the pandemic, she was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And Hodgkin's uh, Hodgkin's is highly curable. In fact. Usually when people contract Hodgkin's, it's 95% uh, curable first time around. Wow. Abby didn't make that cut. She had a relapse of it about a year ago. And so she was in that 5% that, that didn't recover from it, the initial uh, chemo in that process. And so to be honest, this journey has, for our family, has been going on since July of 2020. Mm-hmm. We're in, in, in this you know two years Actually, a little bit more than more than two years, and uh, she had a stem cell transplant in May, and she's in the middle of that recovery process, of uh, rebuilding her immune system. Uh, she's immunocompromised, and that's dangerous in all situations, but particularly in the time of COVID, it's it's particularly challenging. And that's the reason why I'm I'm living in her apartment with her cats. She's in our house. And uh, we learned a couple of things that when your immune system is compromised, you can't be around pets, oh. any pets at all, any animals, because they carry potential oh. germs and bacteria. And you can't be around plants. Hmm. Really? And uh, her her apartment is filled with all sorts of house plants, and they give off some kind of spores and have some potential bacteria that can make it very risky. Interesting. And so, so part of the way that I'm caring for uh for my daughter is by not being very present in our household. Cause I'm out and about in the world. And uh, she and Patty are pretty much isolating here in our, in our house. Hmm. And so caregiving requires lots of different ways of, of physical, emotional, spiritual care sacrifices that a lot of people make. And that's part of our process. But in, in our family, Patty is Patty's been the heavy caregiver uh, over the last, couple of years with with our daughter abby
1: so terry this is not a unique situation unfortunately but at the same time it's unique to you so you and patty you know you raised abby there she is a little baby and now you see her as a a young adult and she has a serious illness how do you talk to god about that what's what's it like in, in your prayer life in your in your struggle i can't imagine what it is to see your baby your child in pain and struggling uh, that's got to affect you in in multiple ways
15: yeah i mean anybody who's a parent you know we, we want to protect our children from any kind of pain uh, physical emotional we we, we don't want that to happen and so it is it has been it has been challenging uh, for me I've walked a lot of people through difficult things as a pastor Hard, disease death brokenness it, it comes with the territory um, it, so I'll be honest with you uh, th- there's a song that grates on my faith and my uh, in my own walk with God it's this it's a song it is well with my soul mm. I'll be honest with you it's not super well with my soul I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I know sometimes if, if you're in a place where you're going through super challenging times and and you can sing that full-heartedly like in the midst of all the chaos the pain macro and micro great I gotta be honest like right now there's a lot of tension in my soul um, and some days I do better with that in my relationship with God. And other days, um, a lot of other days, I, I I like to lean into the the tradition of lament, like shaking my fist at God and saying, "Why did you allow this to happen? How long are you going to have to allow this to happen? Why is it that ninety five percent of the people get cured with this, and my daughter is in the five percent that hasn't been cured yet? Right. Like, what's going on there, God?" And and I, I I say that to share my my personal experience and and to encourage people. I think God's big enough to handle that from us. God isn't looking for some kind of uh, superficial, Hey, Hey, whatever God, it's all going to work out. You've got a perfect plan for me. Yeah. I I do believe those things to be true. uh, And yet there's a lot of sadness and grief and, and angst in, in in my own, in my own life. And and yet I, I trust God. And so it's a, It's a challenging space to be in. I bet it
1: is.
2: All right, Terry, our time's almost up, but last question for you. Um, I was a caregiver for my parents, and it's hard on the family um, because everybody has to adjust – uh, when a member is sick and everybody has to adjust when one of you know my kids had to adjust when my dad got sick, my husband had to adjust when my dad got sick, um, that was very challenging for us so talk about how you guys are navigating you're living in different places Patty has you know she her life isn't her own right now um, what what's that negotiation been like
15: well one of the things that i've appreciated so much is to is to watch how. Uh, abby's siblings have come alongside her uh helping out with her child uh with her cats with whatever it might be and you're right everybody adjusts to it but but it is challenging in dealing with chronic illness kinds of things that caregiving can pull, pull families apart so one of the one of the keys for us is I, I'm so grateful that this is going on in the summertime because a couple days a week we are on our back deck outside and we have a family meal together. Nice. And that's, a, that's a, just a shared space, a safe space where we can be around the table. And not a whole lot exciting is going on in the day, but being present to one another has been, has been very important. And and there's, there's lots of ways to adjust. There's, there's some of the physical work that just needs to be done, but sometimes it's just being present, Mm -hmm. no words necessary, just hold that space for one another. And uh, yeah, but I hear you, Cap. It's, it's, you know, we are family systems and, you know, Scriptures talks about you know when one part of the body feels pain, we, we all feel pain. We know that in our physical bodies, and we know that in our our our, our family systems as well.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, of course, there's many offshoots of this, Terry. But you know, uh, I, I've never met Abby. But you're my friend and I follow you along, uh, you know, on social media. Uh, I'm aware of you because, you know, you join us here in your kindness and generosity on a monthly basis. So you've given me an opportunity. I pray for Abby and for you and for your family on a regular basis. And I think about you guys often and I, and, oh, of course, We want Abby to come back to full flourish and health. But, you know, just the process that we're involved with and to say Abby's name on the air and to invite our listeners into this prayer journey as well for you, Terry, and your family and and, and Roman and and your wife and everybody, you know, we're all connected here. It's a a gift and an honor to to have this in, in our lives. So thanks for that. And, of course, you know, prayers for Abby.
15: Well, and I appreciate that so much, John. You naming that one of the things that has been such a gift to us is just hearing from people. That I'm I'm not the biggest fan of social media, but this has mm-hmm. been a beautiful thing. Yeah. Hearing from people, people checking in f- with me from all over the world. The mm-hmm. the in a sense, the global body of Christ joining together, supporting our family in prayer. It's a it's a it's a gift that touches my heart deeply, <laughs> and to know that. We, I just said, John. We are connected as as God's people, sisters and brothers. So, so, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to share this, and thanks to anybody who would just pause and, and say a prayer for Abby for full restoration of health. We are we are grateful for that. Thank
1: you, too It's our honor.
2: That's the Reverend Terry Tim, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. We love you, Terry.
15: Love you guys too.
2: Thanks yeah, so much. Take care.
1: We'll take a quick break and step away for just a couple of minutes when we do come back the daily feature.
2: Does this make sense? Does this make sense?
1: What's next here in the right home? It's First Christian Talk on 101.5 Word FM, W O R D.
6: 101.5 W O R D. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Do you want to be a champion of faith? Feelings are fickle, faith
13: keeps us steady. You're no stronger than your faith. The Bible says, according to your faith, be it unto you. And I want you to be a champion of faith.
12: Join us for more of Adrian Rogers' series, Champions of Faith, this month on
8: Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 W O R D. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't
3: wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor.
8: Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb
1: and Pfizer. My Pillows having their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Glendale, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at $89.98, but is now only $39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD.
3: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world is it my pillow.
14: trip to europe visit all 30 major league baseball stadiums go
12: skydiving
14: okay so you know what you want to do in retirement but do you know how to get there tune in into your retirement blueprint with kurt kanodik and ethan lane of accurate solutions group saturdays at 10 a.m to get answers to your retirement planning questions plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement listen every saturday morning at 10 to your retirement blueprint with accurate solutions group Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC.
3: Does this
2: make sense?
1: Yeah, this what makes sense.
2: Fancy salt.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is something fairly new to me. But I'm on board. Are you? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Tell me about mm-hmm. that.
1: We went somewhere for dinner and I, I had some kind of, you know, like beef. Yeah. Beautiful slice of beef and, you know, engaging the the waiter. And he said, this is has... And I'm like, what? It had this special... So-. so apparently, I mean, as long as your arm, there's all these very particular... Flavored or high-end salts. Mm-hmm. I'm all up. Uh, please, it's a whole like new other entry. It makes perfect sense.
2: It makes so much sense.
1: Oh, you're on board too. It's
2: the most sensible. I can't think of a more sensible thing. Now, where
1: did all this happen? How- I don't
2: know, but I'm so happy for it. I had some friends give me some salt, a special mix from the Bahamas on what? Sunday. Bahamas salt, mm-hmm. Bahamian salt. Get out. It was a Bahamian Bahamian salt combination. When I tried it last night, I tried it on some pasta. Yeah. It was like mm. flavor explosion. Fabulous. Bring the fancy salt.
1: Yeah. I'm on board as well. hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Oh, I love
1: it. Salt. Okay. All right. Does this make sense? The wall calendar. Now look, For I've years. got my phone. For I've years. got my calendar on all that. I have my day timer, my book with all my appointments and all that. Mm-hmm.
2: We have our show calendar. Yeah. Which we are in all the time.
1: But in my kitchen, I got a wall calendar. You do? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah.
3: See,
2: that
1: doesn't make sense, John. It makes perfect <laughs> it sense. No, it doesn't make 100% sense. 100% the no. wall calendar Mm-mm. makes sense. What? You, you don't have a calendar no. in your house? Mm-mm. You don't have a wall calendar? No, in your house? we have,
2: because oh, we're in the no, electronic no, no, age, no. John.
1: First of all, it's a piece of art. Come on, a little bit of a stretch. No, no, it is. (laughs) No, no. Every year we kind of we go calendar shopping. Well, what are you going to get this year? Well, uh, you want to do a little Van Gogh, a little Matisse, and every month there's a new image, a big beautiful, you know, image.
3: Okay, but how does that
2: like? No, no, no. Like if you just had a joint. Calendar nope, on your I phone. See it.
1: There it is. We're talking in the kitchen, having a little nosh, and we go, "Okay, look. Oh, there's the date. Oh, let's flip it over. Okay, the, and then you see it. It's like nuts and bolts. It makes perfect sense. No,
2: I don't think. it Highly does make recommend sense it. Because here's what? the yeah. Because if something, if you make an appointment, how's your wife going to know I'm about not using it? it? No,
1: no, I'm not using it as the actual. Cal- I'm using it as a reference tool. That's all I'm saying. What it's like a, a
3: sundial? It's like- not.
1: <laughs> it's not a working. It's a, it's not a working calendar per se. It's, it's more just of. A, there
3: to- well then it's fluffy.
1: No, it's not. It's a great little reference no, tool. I don't think that makes that sense. The real work is done online. But th-
3: what if that. you went
9: from ten years old to twenty-five years old in just a few years?
3: Okay, Miss Creepy. Like from let's play dolls to I can't believe the stock market today. Or like triple mac and cheese, please, to I'd like the triple
9: double
10: kale salad with beets, please.
9: Uncle Ryan says the value of people's homes have jumped like 15 years worth. Lickety split. Uncle Ryan said lickety split?
10: Most of our homes have made a decade or two type jump in value. Pretty much lickety split, like never before. Usually, people move homes when they gain that much value. But that's not happening either, because of how expensive homes are. Which is why cash-out refinances are a triple mac and cheese hot thing right now. Cashing out that newly spiked value to use for home updates, paying off debt, or just life. If you'd like to see your options, you'll never get any pressure from us at United Faith Mortgage.
6: United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And lesson number 1330. That's the way Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. Our biblical beliefs about marriage, human sexuality, and gender are increasingly countercultural. In fact, our views are often considered offensive and infringing on personal freedom. Sometimes this makes Christians look like the bad guys. How should we respond? Request your
4: copy of the book, Being the Bad Guys, available today at truthforlife.org.
2: The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects.
1: That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none.
2: Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your
1: project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete.
2: Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty.
1: As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a BSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right.
2: Mention Johnny Kathy for a discount off your estimate.
1: Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com.
8: Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the
6: zone. AutoZone. What if there was one place, one app, one website where you could find all the great Christian radio stations and programs in America, all in one place? Finally, ChristianRadio.com exists. Find 101.5 WORD there and many others and the ministries you trust and love. The highest standards are met here, family-friendly, inspiring, with a Christian worldview. It's all here on your computer and on your mobile device. Find us now at ChristianRadio.com.
2: Happy to be celebrating uh, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day oh, with man. you. I'm on Now, board. I shouldn't say celebrating because I haven't celebrated it yet, but I would like to celebrate it. Will you go saying. home?
1: On the way home, stop Well, and, uh, I'm
2: thinking about it. I am thinking about seat. it. Uh, would you like a little background on it? Sure. Created, what year do you think? Um, 1902. Very? What, you're good at this too? 1899. Okay. By an unknown pushcart peddler in New York City. Hmm. But originally, they were not as they are today. They were vanilla ice cream pressed between milk biscuits.
1: What are milk biscuits?
2: I think milk biscuits are like the little they're kind of vanilla-ish. They're like like a ver- Necco wafer. No, they're more like uh, more like a think of like a buttermilk biscuit. No, I don't I mean, I mean
1: Necco wafer. I mean vanilla wafer.
2: Oh, Okay, well that's very different. <laughs>
1: Nilla wafer. Wow. N- I knew wow, there was those, a wafer in it. Those two
2: things don't have right. very much in common. Necco
1: wafer? What's a Necco? <laughs> you know what a Nilla wafer is, right, The black
2: you? licorice ones. <laughs> the chalky things. <laughs> They're very small.
1: Listen, only time we could have candy in the Catholic grade school, we were practicing First Holy Communion, and we got Necco wafers. And man, sister, you were at the top of my list for the day. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: I'm not sure what a milk biscuit is, but I think it's like a pretty bland type of,
11: you know, like a, thing. A baby biscuit. Like,
2: like a, like a, a, a rough cookie that you would pour milk over as like a dessert in a oh, bowl. Okay. That's my guess.
1: If you've lost your teeth.
2: Right. So I think the chocolate thing that we have going now much better. is is much, much, much better. Your feelings about the ice cream sandwich?
1: A hundred percent. I am on board. Anybody says, Hey, you want a uh, an ice cream sandwich? Heck yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Any way, shape or form?
2: Christy. Yes. All day, every day, any type of ice cream sandwich
1: I'm taking. But now there's all these different, of course, varieties, right? Yes. You can get like, you know, what, Neapolitan ice cream sandwiches. I don't want that. Or, you know, what? I don't know.
2: I don't. Okay. So, listen, I went on to Spoon University, which this is a group of people that do a bunch of, you know, taste testing of food items and that sort of thing. So they did an official ranking of ice cream sandwiches that you can buy buy mm. not ones that oh, okay. you can make at home like the big but manufacturers what, right okay so they, they have ranked the top four okay okay would you like me to tell you yeah, what they please, are yeah. number four is the klondike
1: that's not an ice cream sandwich okay that's not an ice cream Listen, sandwich
2: they're saying it's an ice cream well sandwich. they're wrong okay well they also didn't like it very much that's not they said biting into it the hard chocolate shell cracks and sticks to your fingers and the ice cream quickly melts and drips everywhere making it by far the messiest of all of our choices however the ice cream itself has a great vanilla taste and isn't too firm and the chocolate shell is definitely on point in terms of flavor
1: well spoon university flunked that course it's just wrong
2: number three blue bunny birthday party
1: oh i like a blue bunny
2: do you yeah okay so now this brand doesn't have the chocolate sandwich what is it? it it has like the vanilla the cookie part is is like oh, scra- is vanilla yeah. instead of chocolate. I
1: need that.
2: Okay. This says the sandwich tastes exactly like birthday cake, earning it major points. Mm. Okay. Number two, North Star Cookies and Cream ice cream sandwiches.
1: Cookies and cream.
2: Okay. See, I th- I'm fine with that. Does that bother you? Is no, that a little too no, no. retro? Here's the number one, and I'd be I'm I'm so a hundred percent in on this. The holy grail of ice cream sandwiches, the Nestle Chipwich.
3: Chipwitch.
2: Yes. That is where it is. I'm not sure about it. It It might be too much. Oh my gosh. It is not too much. The ice cream is milky and rich, thin enough you can bite into it. You got two chocolate chip cookies. It's the total
1: bomb. Well, let's celebrate. Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.
6: This is Jerry Boyer for Townhall.com.
7: A new poll from Trafalgar tells us what all of us outside of the political, financial, and media ruling class already know.